What up, what up, what up, people? <laughs> it is the Nerd Comic Flick Show, NCFS. I got my boys with me. We're ready to talk about some goodness and greatness and, you know, some okayness and everything. But we're, we're, we're here to talk about it all. So I got my man down at the bottom, tmitch.com. I got my man to the right over here, you know. <laughs> the, the Michael Ducci. And I got my boy down in the corner, Moff Tarkin. I'm pointing at you, hey, you know. So, <laughs> so this is the um, Nerd Comic Flick Show, guys. Um, you know, we come here every time a great blockbuster comes out. We're always talking about like the the latest great stuff. So we're here today to talk about the Batman. And before we get into like, um, you know, that, yeah, there we go. You know, before we get into that, I want to make sure that you guys are checking us out on NerdCyclopedia.com. Make sure that you go to that website. You get all our um, favorite links on um, at NerdCyclopedia. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and also in, on Instagram. Make sure that you are going to our um, our YouTube channel, this channel right here, and also on Facebook to make sure that you're following us there. Uh, we even got like a Carbonite Bounty, Bounty BS Star Wars podcast going on and also a Facebook group that you can actually join. Um, when you are on um, YouTube right here, make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, make sure that, you know, if you're listening to us in your car or on your phone um, and you got us plugged in, you know, make sure that um, we that you have us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, tune in anywhere that you hear anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast we are there so guys are we ready to dive in you know or fly off the building you know uh, <laughs> fly off the building deep dive into <laughs> deep the batman. into the batman first of all um i, I do want to ask like how was you guys anticipation towards um you know this movie coming out Let's start with uh, let's start with you, Mike, because we're we we got you on the cast. All right. Um, I mean, going into any Batman movie, I go in open minded, you know, because you you you, you know you you see these actors, you know, all the famous actors who portray a Batman. So you just you go in knowing what the storyline is going to be. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, but you at least know what the what the storyline and like how it's going to proceed. So you know, going into this movie, it's not a a happy-go-lucky Batman. It's you know, it's not these uh, you know playboy Bruce Wayne that they're going to portray. So you you know all this going, you know it's going to be a darker side of the movies. You don't know what how it's going to take you down the trail, but so you're going in knowing all this already. So and and you know, I mean, obviously everybody knows Robert Pattinson from you know Twilight. But you know this Batman's not going to sparkle or anything. You know? so, <laughs> I mean, he has the perfect jawline for the cow. So you, you know, I, I, I try to go in open-minded. I mean, when you got these Batman movies, you have these stars, these stars of actors and actresses coming into their own. So you, you just hope they don't mess it up in any way. And and uh, and so so I'm very pleased about going into it open-minded and being and you know excited for it basically okay awesome awesome how was your anticipation there um t mitch i'm gonna be honest uh, i thought it was gonna be crap you know i was like <laughs> man here we go it's gonna be a reboot 
You know, and it, it, I thought it was going to be crap saying this, I'd say about a year ago. As the trailers came out, um, the anticipation built, uh, when I got a little backstory, when I seen him actually in the suit, because previously during COVID, we know that there were shoot issues and, you know, questions whether he was unfit, you know, he patented that COVID a couple times or whatever. So, you know, I was like, man, this is going to be rushed. It's going to be another DC nightmare. But as we got closer, um, you know, I, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I, this actor is like, eh. I remember from Twilight, as we said, didn't know much about Zoe Kravitz. But, you know, I went in like, like uh, Mike said, I wouldn't open minded to this. But as we get into this, man, oh, man. Was I? It, 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 it took me less than ten minutes. Literally, I was just like, "All right, you know, you like because you're in a theater and those lay down chairs. In ten minutes, you know, you're just sitting up, like, all right, you know, here we go." <laughs> awesome, awesome. How about you, Marf Moth Tarkin? Say, you know what? Every I've always been a fan of Batman. So any superhero that starts as just a regular guy to me is a win because I can relate. So you really have to think, when I see a new Batman film, I think, okay, what about Bruce Wayne? Because that's the important part of this. It's not Batman. Anyone can be Batman. Put a costume on, do some stunts, learn some moves, you can be Batman. But Batman is Bruce Wayne. So when I, when I read that uh, Pattinson had been cast as Bruce Wayne, I knew him from Twilight. And a couple other films that he did, he's always very dark. Everything he does is dark and he has that natural thing in him. He's very emo naturally, even in interviews. He's very like one line, you know, he's asked a question. He just gives very, very sort of monotone answers to me. That's really Bruce Wayne, very sad, very troubled, you know, introverted. So this film, I think got back to the guts the roots of what Batman was very dark, troubled. He lost his family in the most horrific way. And that created the personality that we saw. The casting, uh, they did a bang up job. And I'll just call out one, one connection. And I don't know, I caught it, but the DA, I forget the actor's name, but the DA was in a movie with Zoe Kravitz's mother, High Fidelity. Back in the 90s, which was a great film. But I thought that was interesting because here's this guy that actually was in a film with this this girl's mother. I thought that was a kind of a neat. Uh, it was uh, John Benet Ramsey was uh, played played this character. So I like I liked the way they picked the people, and I think they picked these relationships good. Um, I mean, it was a slam dunk. The Riddler didn't quite think that he was that diabolical that was peter stars yeah yeah i thought they really pushed that one to the max the limit as far as i mean he he was uh a lot of saw reference in there i mean the the traps that he put these people in very sinister i never really pegged him as that bad i always thought the joker was a little bit more I don't know, uh, obscene in, 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 in the, you know, just in the, in the violence of their nature. But I, I dug it. I liked the way they wrapped a lot of uh, Seven. The movie Seven kind of came out with a detective story. And 
Michael, so what's up with Gotham City that it rains 90% of the time in any, <laughs> any Batman movie? Why is it raining? Is it because the elements of pain and suffering are so high in that city that it causes the sky to cry? It's it's, it's 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 all the the, the, the pollution from the, from the Gotham, you know. <laughs> okay, because there has to be a it's, thing. It's the smog, you know. <laughs> it's the smog. It has to be something because Batman Returns. It rained. This one, it rained. <laughs> I mean, just a lot of rain and crying and pen. Well, know. you go you go across the bay to Metropolis. It's sunny, so you it's, know you got you got the sun and you got the you know the the sun doesn't shine. Exactly. So that's <laughs> Gotham, where the sun don't shine. The sun don't shine. It's that Pittsburgh weather, you know. Yeah, but I, I love, I love this film, and as if I, I, I would put this above, basically every other Batman film. There we um, go. Hot take, hot there take, hot take, hot take effect, hot take. Effect. Um, so Kyle says the theme song has been in my head since Tuesday. So Kyle, I'm yeah. straight with you because as soon as I end, so as soon as the movie ended, I went straight to that soundtrack and started just bumping that, you know. That um, Michael Giacchino music and everything—it's a good riff. It's, it's a real good riff. I, I will say though, as Kyle said, when you heard the theme song, you know shit was about to get real. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah. I, and that's what I loved about his character. Like when they played his theme song, like you literally like the suspense built up in me because you just knew he was about to come through with some, and he was pretty vicious. You know, he was his uh, name was Vengeance. So yeah, it, it uh, goes it goes with the darkness of the movie, like in in the shadows. Like, you know, like there's a, I'm in the theater and people are jumping when he like he jumps out or like something happens. Like people are literally jumping in their seats <laughs> because the buildup of the suspense is the music. Right and yeah. then he comes vengeance. out with vengeance, you know, right. <laughs> so, so a lot of Shama, oh, we'll, 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 we'll get we'll get to Ken here in a moment with, with the with, oh, with his ranking of the movie. We get another hot take in here. Yeah. Dark Knight is better. Oh, we'll, man. Okay. we'll, 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 t- we'll touch on Ken here. Ken might be Ken, stuck up at the I'm moment. On, I, got some, I got some points about why this one is 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 okay. the the, be- the best one, if not better than any other Batman. Film. Don't get, don't live in the moment. All right, okay. yeah, yeah. You got to sit with it a little bit. So my my um my my take. For, first of all, I was very hyped about this movie ever since they premiered it in the DC fandom. Um, about like a was it a year or two ago, something like that. It was, whenever the the pandemic was in its you know trenches and everything they premiered the um trailer and it was like really just like crazy and stuff it reminded, reminded me of like you know some of nolan stuff but um but i just like the whole vibe of it you know we're getting another dark batman where you know um it's it's sort of continuing on on that vein so i was my hype for it was like you know really good and then as they started progressing with like the other trailers and stuff of course you know the, the hype level just you know heightened and everything um so since we already were in the like reviews and stuff, you know, from Ken, uh, I guess my my opinion of the actual movie, it was um, it was awesome to see. It was very long, you know, but it was, um, you know, pulsing from like, you know, from beginning to end, you know, from, you know, the very first scene with like, you know, it just it just it just went straight into the movie. So all you get in the beginning is like, you know, the DC logo and then it goes straight into the Batman um, um, credit. And then it's to the movie. No over, uh, uh, you know, analyzing with like the credits and everything. You just get straight into the movie, and a guy with a um with binoculars, you know, spying on like you know the mayor and everything, you know. Um, so that opening scene was just like it was it was good, but not better 
then the Dark Knight, you know, opening scene with like the Joker and everything. So off off mic, you know, me and Ducci was talking about it and this stuff. Um, but it was very, 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 very scary and very seven-ish, you know, um, um, as Kim was um, you know, like referring to. Very, you know, from the opening scene, it just got me just like, you know, right there. And then uh Robert Pattinson, you know, comes on like later and everything. We start seeing him and we start seeing like the Batman, you know, um cops and stuff we see him in the midst of I, I think this is one of the very few times we see batman in the midst of like you know the police and the police doesn't really want him around like the guy mm-hmm. from doesn't really want him around but he's being escorted by commissioner gordon you know who's like the 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 lead well not commissioner at this point right, he's, he's not even commissioner yet. Yeah. 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 Right. um and i actually have some nitpicks about their whole dynamic and stuff but we'll get into that later um, but he's being escorted onto a crime scene, you know, with the cops saying, you know, we don't want him in there. What is this guy doing here? He's a lunatic. It's a guy dressed in a bat at a crime scene. You know, <laughs> what the heck is this guy doing here? You know, but yet and still, you know, tenant, you know, trust this guy and he's there to, um, you know, help solve the crime and everything, you know. Yeah. So, um, so, so we get all that. And, you know, we start getting into like, you know, um, not necessarily like the Batman's backstory, which we don't really need to to, to hear about because we heard about it times at this point. <laughs> you know, we start getting into the meat and potatoes of this guy's first, uh, the second year, I should say, his second yeah, year. This is year two of being Batman. This is year two of him being Batman. We see him like in the beginnings of, um, you know, his fighting, you know, his fighting skills. We see how that develops and stuff. We see him actually getting punched and hurt, you know, um, taken back. But like the the first true thing that we see coming from the Patterson Batman is him just taking out you know the criminals with that that one trailer scene with him just like beating down beating down beating down the one criminal, um, and it was just very effective, very way of actually introducing him as a very powerful you know force in this in this whole thing. So um, I did want to ask you guys you know from the top what were what was your first impressions of seeing like you know. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, Guinevere Rasha that said Zoe, uh, Zoe nailed cat. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, she nailed cat. Cat, okay. I agree. Yeah. Zoe, yeah, I did. Definitely I like got cat woman down. She's not Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a whole different Selena. That doesn't count. Oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna write that out. I got everything. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay. yeah, I wanted to get you guys like a opinion on. Let's start with you, teammates. Let's start with um, what did you think of the first your first impression of him coming on the scene? Oh, my first impression was I mean, I was honestly shocked because um, this is the Batman, and I know me and Ken talked because we've seen it earlier, you know, about this. This is the Batman I've always wanted to see. This is a more raw Batman. And to me, and I talked to Ken about it, this is somebody that's more believable to me. And when we get into the comparisons of the Dark Knight, which I don't think we should compare, but we can. Um, this Batman to me is believable. Everything he had on his utility belt was real that I can relate mm-hmm. to. Yep. Um, the Christian Bell Batman, I still can't get over the Tony Stark robotic leg after he snapped his leg and he can walk <laughs> with it now. But we'll get into that later. But like, you know, the damage he took, his suit, everything was usable. I mean, the dude walked around and we still don't even see like what's on his like his knee canteen, what's in that sack. So we didn't get to what's in there. So I just his suit was cool and then I, I said it. The coolest thing to me is the Batmobile. Like the fact that Batman's yeah. actually—you can hear him eating through gears. You hear the turbos pulling yep. in this like early hot rod. I'm like the detail to that to see like you know 
he's not in some automatic car that's you know one right. gear. This guy's eating through yeah, gears. I thought, I thought Mel, Mel Gibson was going to get out of that thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That was right out of Road it Warriors. It was exactly so. I was I mean, like, man, that was so cool. And and going through the gears like that too, like driving yeah. the thing, like the Batmobile. Oh, the modern Batmobile was just like uh, it was like a spaceship, and it just drove itself. And he was right. just behind the behind the wheel. This was like gritty, and that chase scene between him and Oz, yeah, the bridge. I mean, that was great, well played. I mean, he. Uh, and this is what uh, you said it though. This is year two Batman. You know, he doesn't have the inheritance. Uh, we don't have the Wayne tech, like the Stark tech comes later on. We, he doesn't have any of this. So this is like a realistic person, which you can do. You would build your hot rod up and it would be in kind of like a Mad Max, you know, kind of, you know, death machine, death race type car. So everything to me in this movie was believable from like if this was a real person, which is what I really liked about, you know, Matt Reeves take on this young Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to touch on that. I want to go back to like what T Mitch said about the beginning mm-hmm. of just like. Just, just like the, you know, the, the monologue that he has at the very beginning, you know, fear me, I'm in the shadows. They don't know where I am. You know, what, what he's talking about that. And then they cut away to the shadow. Is he there? No. Is he going to cut away to another shadow? Is he there? Yeah, you know, where, you got, where's he going to jump see, out? You, yeah, right. You see the spotlight and you see the, you know, the Batman signal and, you know, so it's been two years. So these people know at night when they see that symbol that the Batman is out there. And you know they 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 look and he's lurking in the shadows, and you just don't know where he is, and that brings up the suspense with the music. When's he going to come out? Which scene is going to come out? Now, granted, everybody saw every trailer, so you knew where he was going to come out in that instance. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, as he just comes out and just walks out, you know, like like I'm I, I'm 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 you know I'm I'm the man. You know, you're not going to stop me. Yeah. I've trained for this my whole life, and he just walks out casually, you know, and. As T. Mitch said, I mean, this suit, this suit was so real. I mean, it, it, you know, it didn't didn't have the fake nipples on there. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, it it, it was it was uh, uh, how you see the bad suit. You know, I, I look at it as kind of like how the the Arkham video games were. Yeah, it, it was pretty much just on point with that. Like everything that he had had a purpose of that suit. You know, from you know from the the electrics in his you know in his in his hands and. Just everything that he had, the bulletproof of it all, and just the mobility, and just like this was probably the best suit that I've seen of, of any of the Batman movies. Like, it, it was, it was definitely like from the chest plate where you could pull it out. I mean, yeah, it was a nice, you, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, and like, and you said, you know, he hasn't even developed all his tools yet. You know, this is just a Batman who has his grappling gun so far, you know. We haven't seen the, uh, you know, the the Batman shark repellent and all this good stuff yet. So. <laughs> it may be coming soon, hey, right? If I don't even think he made enough smoke. Didn't he have to throw somebody else's like tear gas or something? He didn't even have these little smoke bombs he uses. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses, and yeah. that's all. That's all like old school Batman. Like yeah. like uh, DP was saying, like in the series, the police would bring Batman in to help with the. I mean comfortably like the police oh, wanted him there right right so that was he's, a neat neat thing that they brought out in this film Batman yeah, he, he's not the even police. the great detective yet you know he, he's still learning, learning how to, right. to be a detective at this point in time and you know, who's he, he learning from gordon alfred Alfred, <laughs> well, well, you know, he, like you, I mean, I mean, he got the fighting from Alfred. 
yeah the whole detective thing that's one of the best aspects about this movie is was the fact that it um it wasn't straight up a punch him you know like like in the previous batmans we get like you know a batman with his enemy um you know and they lead to like you know a fist of cuffs at the end and stuff you know this was a great thriller this was a great like detective movie you're trying to solve like the riddler's yeah. puzzles trying to solve like you know his different um you know cars and stuff and Stop just it. Yeah, it was it was seven all. It's 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 like they went into like the the the, the, the one of the Zodiac killer. And yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. what if Batman meets seven or meets Zodiac? Well, which both were made by David Fincher, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he he must have had like really good influence there. But um, but yeah, we we get like a good detective story, which is for me what I've always wanted to see in a Batman movie. I wanted them to enhance or, you know, go into like his detective skills because he's more than just like, you know, your, you know, fisticuffs, you know, punch them, you know, until they're, you know, beat down and everything. This guy actually has brains and can actually figure out things. So it was good to see them, especially in the in this second year, which he's still beginning to to work with, you know, Gordon, you know, to um to figure out, you know, why this killer is doing what he's doing in the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. And. What was the coolest tech, in you guys' opinion, and anyone can jump in, the coolest new technology that they introduced in this film? Oh. I mean, inter- I mean, the car was, I mean, the <laughs> coolest thing that he had. I don't want to say introduced because we've all seen different versions of yeah, Batmobiles. I've, but, I've uh, never <laughs> seen Wi-Fi contact lenses. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. that was- Okay, yes. I've never seen Record- recordable contact recordable. Wi-Fi. Lenses. I've never seen that in any Batman film. I think yeah. the movie Hackers, uh, back in the the nineties, uh, ninety five, yeah, ninety five, yeah. they had some technology that was based around the eye, but it wasn't that. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. that. It so was not that. That blew my mind when he got back to the 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 Bat Cave, which is really like the basement of Wayne yeah. Towers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He yeah. popped that let thing out and put it on that really dirty technology, like pushing buttons and clicking, and you heard things reading and scanning. I mean that that solidified this to me as a really great just superhero film. Yeah. Yeah, a, ni- a nice attention to detail on that yeah, one. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I-, I agree with you on that one, Ken. That 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 is, that that technology is just simply amazing. That like, and then he then he passed it on to you know to the Catwoman and yeah. And how about the way that she got Catwoman into um, well, she called her Selena in the movie, but how about the way that he got Selena into um actually doing like the the dirty work and everything? Yeah. You know? She was like, you know, trying to get him to like, you know, be a little bit more compassionate and, you know, her her situation. Nope. Nope. You know, we, put her, we put her right to work. We put her right, right. to work. <laughs> that is narrative. You, you, you that serve is, me one purpose. That, 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 <laughs> it really displayed like what a asshole this guy really is. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yeah. You got to think about it. They said it like, uh, what, did, what did Alfred say? Mr. Wayne, I don't think you've been at a business meeting or a community event like three years. Yeah. So like the dude literally doesn't even go public. Nope. No, mm-hmm. no, no. He's just, nope. he's just a creep on a motorcycle with, a, with his helmet. His, his relationship <laughs> yeah. to people is like, you know, just null. So, and, and, you know, Selena, she guessed it. You know, I'm surprised she didn't guess that he was Bruce Wayne right from the back because she guessed his background in one line where she was like, you know, you seem like just a guy that's just rich and don't have any type of yeah. wherewithal of like, you know, how how how, how you're supposed to relate to people. Um, I know another guy like that. <laughs> so who could that be? 
Um, but you know, they didn't go there and everything. But I, I love the way those two actually interacted. Um, and the way the, the Catwoman actually, you know, Zoe Kravitz actually killed Catwoman. You know, it was a very, it was really good because she looked just like the year one, you know, Batman year one Catwoman. You know, with the mm-hmm. short hair and you know the way she was, um, you know, in that in that Frank Miller story and everything. So this Catwoman killed it. You know, she she mm-hmm. she um she pressed you know Bruce over the Batman hard. You know, and it wasn't very much you know Bruce in the movie. So for her to just just inter- interact with you know um um you know Batman the way she did without actually knowing who he exactly was was a really good step up for you know the Catwoman character for me. Mm-hmm. And it was the only time Bruce Wayne smiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time. Oh, my goodness. The only guy, time. Doing them. No. Other than that, no smile. Nope. You know what's wild in the whole movie about the Batman, if you think about it? The only person who came close to even calling him Batman was a Riddler. Like, mm. They had no name. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon never called him Batman. The police didn't know. They called him Vengeance. They didn't know. Some freak. Yeah, like he's a freak, you know, yeah. his name was vengeance to everybody. So that's how how raw this Batman is that he doesn't even have a name along Gotham of uh, being right. a Batman. Like I think he was written on some of the, the news articles, but as far as they labeling him labeling him as Batman, mm-hmm. he was never outside of Riddler name Batman at all, which is really cool, I thought. No one can comment saying Zoe uh, Zoe Kravitz is now our catwoman. Hey. She she can Robert, say Robert yeah, she, is our Batman. She has the mantle and the title now and everything <laughs> until somebody takes it away from her. So there's there's nothing wrong with that statement. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong. Yeah, By she, the way, yeah, I, I've I've dubbed this Batman since you know they had your your bat flex or whatever. This is now Patman for Pattinson. So this is <laughs> this, this is Patman. Yeah, this is this is this Batman. This is Patman. <laughs> so yeah. so the so from a. I guess I consider myself kind of a, you know, a, a cat. Well, I love Batman, but I don't know everything about Batman. All right. Now, to me, I think they told this story in such a way that someone that just saw this movie could get a really good idea about who he was, what he was trying to do. And I think like T. Mitch, you were talking about he was vengeance and that's what the police called him. So I feel like that scene in Gotham Square Garden, when he sort of realized that he wasn't going to go with the vengeance didn't work. He had to find something else. Isn't that when he became Batman? Essentially, he became not, something not more. Vengeance. Right. He, be, he became something more. He he became because uh, at the beginning, that's why it was so dark that they just represented him as vengeance. But, you know, now at by the end of the movie, he was representing more of, I don't want to say hope because that's such a, right. a Superman cliche thing. Yeah. But right. more he was more than just vengeance. He was, yeah. you know, he, he was the hope. He was the vengeance. He was, yeah. you know, an individual, you know, making the difference and not just venging people. Yeah. Because yeah. the the first like you said, uh, team like the Riddler kind of called him out as Batman by putting a bat in the trap. Right. That was sort of a like he was saying, I know who you are. Yeah. I know what you are. Yeah. But he never really Batman. knew who he was though. He, he almost thought him. Yeah. yeah. He just he Batman just away. thought he had to be vengeful yeah. to be out there to scare his to scare his people. The difference was when that when he knocked out that one guy and he says, Who are you? And he's and the guy says, Vengeance. You know, yeah. that, and that's oh, when really. it clicks to him that's, like 
that's when it clicked. That's when it turned. Right. It turned right. the corner. That's when he him. realized, okay, I got to be more than that. So the next thing, you know, he's helping the mayor out from, you know, and helping the kids out. Yeah. That was so great, too. Yeah, the great, that's a great pickup because, I mean, it, it really defines how he's trying to make an impression on, like, you know, the, the city of Gotham, the streets of Gotham. And um, like you said, in the very next scene, you know, he's he's doing something different and everything, you know. But um, it's a, a thing, a key thing that you, you said there. So so they they mentioned the Batman a lot in the movie through the Riddler's um, card. You know, yeah. I, you know, this is for Batman, this is for Batman. But I don't think they actually said the Batman until um, Batman himself said, well, this looks like the end of the line for this. That's all. Say la vie. We had a good ride. And then Gordon was like, the end of what? <laughs> it was like the Batman. <laughs> yeah. and, and, but the good thing about that scene was like, he was scared as shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was, he was like, you know, the Riddler found out who I am. You know, he's he's yeah. solved the puzzle and everything. I'm about to be outed as soon as you know they unlock this thing at the um on the computer and stuff. Um, it's about to be all. It's just about to be done. You know, and that was a really great way just to introduce that 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 just that term, the Batman and everything. Mm -hmm. For him, uh, irony is what they call it. What for him to say, <laughs> you know, it's going to be the end. Of the <laughs> you, know, the, you know, the funnier scene is when he tried to interrogate him in Arkham, and he thought he knew he was Bruce Wayne, and he didn't. Oh, Bro, yeah. You know how, yeah. you know how yeah. Shook Pattinson was like Batman, yeah. like uh -huh. trying to punch in glass. He was freaking out, like, "Oh my God, you know who I am. I need to kill you, like right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, uh, um, Riddler was talking too much. To where um he started fair okay he doesn't know who i am and everything so you know right. um you know i could calm i can calm down a bit but right, yeah, yeah he was shook he was shook in oh, that um in that uh -huh. NFL scene yeah. and those two they were going off so the acting between paul dano and uh robert pattinson during that scene <laughs> it was one of the one of the most one of the best classic stuff i've seen in, in like a batman movie did, did that the the uh did the betrayal of the riddler in this film did that fit with like the the mythos of who the Riddler was. Uh, well, in this comic book line, it would. So, uh, do Douche might know this. So this this story that Matt Reeves took was from uh, a Batman from the Court of Owls, and uh, yeah. we can get into it. But uh, uh, kind of the the ethos of this is this is the first time a lot of people are understanding who Martha, his mom, was, which is mm -hmm. an Arkham. Arkham, uh, yeah. And the Arkham's become part of this court of owls, which is kind of like a League of Shadows to some sorts. But it's kind of like, you know, in the Marvel, you know, continuum would be like the uh, the Marvel Illuminati. So this is similar to to this is DC's kind of story to that. Um, I, uh, I believe they're going down this path. But yeah, I mean, how about that? The fact that you find out that, you know, they kind of he leaks out that like basically Batman, your mom's like a, a psychotic fiend and. Your dad basically had to keep her caged in and blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, this movie's pretty deep. And, and that's was, a good way to rage somebody. Right? That was wild. You know, yeah. Your mom's yeah. And, and, that, and that's how I that's how I exactly see this coming down is through, right. like, the sequel coming to the Court of Vowels. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's following exactly that storyline, as just you're yeah. saying. So as the Court of Vowels may not be, like, the main antagonist, you know, right. or protagonist, but they'll be a part of this, you know, yeah. as they discover more of the you know the the outsets of of uh, Gotham and everything because this one brought you into the club scene. You know, like okay, yeah. the the out of the officials, 
you know, the, that are out in the public, a public eye, but they don't tell you what's, you know, behind in the shadows, what's leaking like behind yeah. there. So, you know, they, they left it open for them to travel more down that road. Right. And just mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, Noggin Comics is saying, it's, the, this, this reminds me so much of the yeah. Arkham games, exactly yeah. as I said. Yeah. You know, just just from the suit, the technology, um, you know, be the the the, the Riddler being you know the, the villainous in here, and you know, and as as we touched on it earlier, the Riddler was more diabolical in this movie as opposed to you know the comic the book green the green suit wearing question mark. The pranks were more funny. Like yeah, yeah. he wasn't actually harming anybody. He was maybe annoying people. It was more <laughs> annoying. I mean, this was this was outright, I mean, it was murder. It was serial killerish. Yeah. Yes, yeah, serial killer. And that to me, like all the, the banquet of villains that Batman went up against mm-hmm. in the entire career of Batman, you know, we had Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy and the Joker, to me, seemed to be the most villainous villain of them. The Penguin was more in the background to me. The Penguin really never, he was more of a, always a henchman, always a hired hand, not really someone out there. Right. The Penguin didn't kill unnecessarily. He killed. Now, if you tell, if you hired him to kill somebody, yeah, would. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he wouldn't do it on his own. Now this Riddler, he was just he he was. I I kind of um wonder how they're going to top you know this this particular yeah. villain. I think they have to go because I don't think they can really do a Joker the next movie yeah. after this one no. after this Riddler. You know, I can he, answer that. I'll answer that for you when you finish. <laughs> I don't but, know. but it's it's a it's a but, but I mean as you were saying, can this. This Riddler here, it was totally died. I was, was straight seven. It was seven all over again. You know, <laughs> um, the, just the way he, um, you know, portrayed himself, the the whole mask and everything, and how he got silent. You know, how he got more emotional as he talked. You know, um, it was just all over the place and everything. Paul Dano did such a great job. To me, he was just like one of the best parts of you know this particular movie. Um, and speaking of like you know other villains though, how do we like Colin Farrell's portrayal of the Penguin? I, I liked Oz. Yeah. I like, yeah, I liked, I liked the way they, uh, they built that character. I didn't even recognize Colin Farrell. No, no, no nobody yeah. did. Like, nobody, what nobody the does. hell was that? What kind of suit was that? It wasn't even a fat suit. It was like an old <laughs> man's fat suit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, his, his portrayal was great, but I want to go back to T Mitch. T Mitch, I know wanted to say something real fast. No. So. Oh no, I don't, that's not real fast, but anyway, so we, 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 I talked about this and I watched the movie premiere um, that they needed to give Matt Reeves a blank check under his doorstep after I saw it. And mm-hmm. he did sign the blank check. Um, <laughs> so this has been confirmed. It's a three-picture deal. So this will be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And the trilogy also adds on an HBO Max series, which will be Arkham. And Arkham will go into the backstory of, after this, alluding to Joker and others. So Joker is confirmed to not be the main villain for the second movie as his story will be told in the Arkham HBO series, which will be next. And I believe that comes out Christmas time to maybe early spring. So the Arkham yeah. series on HBO max is the next piece of this little Reeves pie. Right. He'll, he'll be in the movies, but he won't be a prominent Correct. villain. Did yeah. you know that he had a scene that was actually cut, you know, besides, yeah. besides the end scene? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had, he had a scene that was actually cut yeah. where Batman went to visit him 
and you know, and ask him questions, trying to get into the mind of a maniac type of thing. Yeah. You know, so it, it would have seemed wow. sort of odd for him to actually go up against it, because considering that this Batman is very raw. This Batman is super raw in his second year. So for him to actually have already met the Joker and have already defeated him or for whatever reason would have brought some really questions to me in my eyes of how seasoned the Joker would be at this stage versus this particular Batman. Because this Batman here, he's 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 learning on a job, you know, he's not ready to go up against the Joker. Not at this point. Well, at least what I envision of what the Joker. Right. Not is. not a well experienced Joker. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, this is a young Joker, like a young Batman. So right. exactly. and I think and I think as Dusha, as you alluded to the scene, you know, it's like Joker's in and out of uh, Arkham. You know, kind of like he, he. I guess he pulled him over for something stupid, and he threw him in there. And Joker's kind of cool living in there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I kind of liked it. It's funny because when I was watching the scene, if you caught it, I thought it was Two Face at first. And they showed like the kind of um. The shadow of the Joker's face when at the end of the movie, if you've seen it, I thought it was like, is that Two-Face? Because his face kind of yeah, smiled. Like, like, right, you, like, you yeah. can see everything. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they say that um, that this Joker like has a disease that makes him continuously smile. And that, and that's why he's smiling well, that's, always. But That's what they talk about in the movie, Joker, yeah. is yeah. that he has a mental disorder. And I, I second that, that Reeves obviously understood <laughs> Batman as a character because to me, like I said, when I'm looking at a superhero story, I want to know who the human side of that, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Clark Kent, like Bruce Wayne. I want to know Tony Stark. I want to know about the human behind the mask and right. how believable is that? And to me, Batman is, I mean, Batman is the most human character and the most, molded by some horrible event that turned him either one way or the other. Like, think about it. Bruce Wayne could have been a baddie. Yeah. I mean, with, with yeah. what happened and what we understand is what created him. He could, he could have been Joker. Well, well that's why the Joker is the Joker is the anti-Batman. And when, that's why you can't okay. have a Joker so, without a Batman. That, that, that makes sense. So he's <laughs> Satan to Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, as the Joker even said, and you know, uh, all it takes is one bad day, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the difference. It's one right, one bad day. One bad day. It's a good yeah. thing that Bruce says hold up in um in his in his mansion the whole time to not be affected by all the guys Gotham's craziness and stuff. Right. And the good thing about that Reeves understanding. Are you even in the city limits? Oh yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's like so far out. But the good thing about Matt Reeves, what Derby um Derby Gaming is saying about Matt Reeves uh, realizing Batman is a character, Matt Reeves also realized that Gotham is a character because his mm-hmm. Gotham city was the most, it was the most darkest and deepest. I've seen it probably so much rain, yeah. so much rain, so much rain. And it was yeah. alive. So much rain. But since um Tim Burton's Batman where Tim Burton really defined how Gotham was from that point, I <laughs> said number one, everything, but that really, you know, he really put like a lot of rain, you know, he put a lot of emotion and a lot of crying as we was talking about off mic in like Gotham. So Gotham, if you're if you're entering that city, is it's not there's no sun whatsoever. You know, you just see dawn and then night. Dawn <laughs> and then night. That's it. You know, um, that's all you get from like you know the Batman and everything. So Matt Reeves understood Gotham as an actual place and a character, and that was just as big of a character in this movie as any of the other um characters that we see. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
So very good on that, um, Derby. We got anybody else saying, uh, yeah, this film had everything that, um, yeah, I mean, it had everything that you wanted in the Batman film from like, you know, the um, the car that that. Let's talk about that um, that that chase scene on the um bridge and everything. Let's Come talk on. about that, <laughs> please. I, mean, I told you, like, I, I me and Ken said it. The fact that like it's a real car, first off, that you can actually he could build. Uh-huh. They even did the typical Batman. They put the um, the uh, rocket in the back, so it's rocket powered, which he right. didn't really need. But the fact that you can hear this guy like driving a muscle car, eating through gears. I mean, and he looks pissed off in his face. So this guy's eating through gears as he's driving, and and then you hear like the turbo spool up, and it's like a real like hot rod. It's kind of like giving your Fast and Furious vibes. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Exactly I felt like I was, yeah. I felt I was like, "Where's Vin Diesel? Where's he gonna come right? out?" Like family, man, family. Right? I'm ready for it. He needed a cross necklace. He, right. he pulled that out. You know what I mean? That real, that real grittiness that was always right. in, like to me, the story, the story of Batman was just like, just. There, he had junk to deal with. He had just right. He, he, he was he wasn't that. driving a tank around town, no, you know. Right. Like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, think about how pissed he was. I mean, this guy was seriously sinister, bro. He wrecks him like he like smashes his car, like yeah. You know, be trying to kill him. Like I'm thinking, like you know, Batman. He'll like throw some little his little spikes on the ground to flatten his tires. No, I'm just gonna smash you and rant, flip your car over like twelve times. Like, <laughs> and he, and he caused a, tr- a horrific accident right on this highway. Multiple yeah. vehicles and, and civilians were in danger here. Yeah, vengeance, yeah. vengeance bro. He was vengeance. For vengeance. He's, he's in year <laughs> two. Unlike what we've seen in, like you know, Batman versus Superman, where he was just didn't care whatsoever and everything. You know, but this is year two Batman, where he's beginning not to care whatsoever about <laughs> pieces on the highway and everything. It was going craziness and stuff. And I love like um even they had in the commercials um. Um, Penguin's reaction to um, being, you know, thinking that, you know, he got away from Batman and everything. He's like, I got you. I got you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting away and everything. And all of a sudden, you see the bat, the Batman bill just burst through like the fire. That was like, the funny. Yeah. I think the funniest part of that scene was like, as he walks up to the car and just dips his head down to drag him out, like, you know, because you thinking I'm thinking he's gonna smoke him at that point. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna kill this guy. Like he's already on one, and then he just looks over. Then the next scene, you see him tied up. I'm like, oh man, I thought I don't know if that was like I'm trying to give a little bit of humor to the character, but yeah. <laughs> when he just walks up to him, you see his legs and his head dip down. I'm like, right, oh, right, like, like, like I guess yeah, that's supposed to be comedy. Yeah, he still needed to get information, so that's the detective yeah, part. Yeah, he yeah. still uh-huh. needed to find out yes. what this guy knew. Yes, so he knew he couldn't just off him. We had to interrogate him. Batman that, really yeah. anyway. Right, right. This, this is my Batman that doesn't kill people, right? Because, because it would just be too easy, and you don't want to go down that road. Yeah. What do you it's mean? At forty-four, those guys are getting thrown over the balcony. You think they made it? <laughs> what are you talking? They, yeah. Come on, yeah. They did not die. He doesn't shoot people, Michael. Yeah. He just doesn't shoot people. Now throwing them over the balcony, you know, yeah. is what it is. If you he, mo- he, he caught most. He hey, caught most hey. of them. He hung most of them up. Yeah, he you know, hung it, up. Hey, all I know is if you played the Arp, the Batman games, it's the same thing. He picks them up and he drops them, and they, you know, get knocked out. <laughs> whatever happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> Broken leg here, there. You know, whatever. You know, he, you know? he only tasered him for forty seconds, and you can you can't taser somebody over fifteen. But yeah, he can right. kill him. You know, that's, that's <laughs> not killing him. You know, you send him for severely. 
brain damage. Sorry. <laughs> right, he he can live on a you know yeah. oxygen. And, uh, <laughs> That's so, perfectly so, fine. He's not dead. Right. He's not pulled the plug on anybody. I mean, <laughs> so, so I, I did have a couple nitpicks, and you know, I mean, it, there's always something. I mean, number one, the movie was three hours and everything. It could have been cut down a good thirty to forty five yeah. minutes. That, that was like a Zack Snyder, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got Matt Reed. As I mean, as great as some film this was for Matt Reeves and stuff, and believe me. I've trusted Matt Reeves from like Planet of the Apes, all the Planet of the Apes movies and stuff. And ever since he did like the first Cloverfield movie, you had me at Matt Reeves. I knew he was going to, you know, right. um, do like a great Batman movie. But three hours, Matt, oh, man, it's like, you know, you came in there just like Jack, Zack Snyder in the whole thing. Right. But at least it wasn't like three hours like the Watchmen three hours. You know, it was more like mm. the Avengers three hours. Yeah, it was more, <laughs> you know, Infinity <laughs> War three hours, not Endgame. Right. Right. <laughs> not Endgame. It didn't feel like three hours to me. It, right, it, exactly. Because it, it, it kept, it like it kept you five. like, what, what's what's the Riddler yeah. doing now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, and um, I was about to say. So, you know, you had the Batman, you know, do a lot of, um, you know, first, uh, first, second year type things and everything. We got like, um, you know, we got a new um, um, Alfred. You know, how do we, what do we think of um, when last time we see him was like in the Avengers stuff. So how do we what do we think of um I forgot my man my man's name circus. yeah circus what do we think of circus's Alfred we didn't see much of him but um I thought he was a pretty cool Alfred right this this portrays more of the Alfred of you know the um the 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 British fighter Alfred right. you know yeah. the one the one who taught Bruce Wayne the fighting you know not the old decrepit you know yeah. Alfred but you know the actual like yeah, the, the Alfred like you know, like you said, he taught him how to fight. So mm-hmm. this so Alfred didn't even clean the house. They had they had a cleaning lady. I mean, right, ain't right. The, <laughs> so so yeah. So what what, what was Alfred doing like the whole that? time? I never like, knew there was a, was like, he like a bodyguard? Maybe I I don't know what was he. Yeah, they they had a cleaning lady. <laughs> They had a whole like you know thing up in there for um for taking care. I mean, I guess you got to have a crew besides just Alfred taking care of Wayne Manor and everything, you know. Right, right. Yeah, right. Alfred, Alfred's busy doing other stuff. <laughs> He's yeah. opening the mail, you know. Yeah. Opening, venting <laughs> stuff. He's opening the mail. Right. <laughs> He's opening the mail. <laughs> so Alfred, as soon as you see I this is for Batman, it I mean, you know, you think that um you really want to open that and everything, but I guess by then it was like, you know, too late. But you know, yeah. poor Alfred, you know, he had to um to 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 get the run of um I, I love see, the way see, he didn't die. See, people no, don't he, die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the way that you know Batman reacted to that because he was trying to get in touch with um Alfred to tell him you know to um to not not open them uh, open the mail and everything but the way he just reacted to him because he was scared to death this is year two batman so this consequence he has cause and effect you know cons actions have consequences so stuff that happens to him can happen to other people and i don't think he's really realizing that yet and he's just now really you know realizing that that the actions that he takes can have effect on like other yep. folks and stuff and so, that's um and that's what the uh, that's what the villains always use against the hero is mm-hmm. they don't actually go after the hero they go after the hero's family they go after their friends because that's how i mean face it if somebody threatens you all right come at me but somebody mm-hmm. threatens your parents somebody threatens your brother your your you know your your mentor significant other significant yeah. other that's a whole new ball game and that's real 
that's that's a need for real vengeance right there. <laughs> that's what you like, you know, to take over the night and everything. Um, Naga says it didn't feel like three hours. No, no. agreed. It, it, it did not feel like three hours. It, I, I was I was pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. It was a um, it was a lot of um, it was a long third act. You know, I, I, I even though um, it was three hours, it was long. I still felt that it could have been tighter if you cut down, you know, like a, um, some stuff down there at the end. You know, you had like um, um, the bat and the cat sort of like resolving there in things and stuff. You know, well, I guess that was fine and playing to like the fact that these two having like some sort of relationship together, because I guess you have to have that, you know, in a in a Batman movie. Um, I actually half forgot that Catwoman was about to be in this movie until she showed up at the beginning of the series because I was just so <laughs> captivated by like what Riddler was doing and what Batman was doing. And all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, she shows up um, and starts doing her thing and everything. Um, oh, what else? What else? What else? Um, how do we compare this movie? <laughs> this is a big question. So how are we comparing this movie to other Batman films as far as like, um, oh. <laughs> as far as what we what we're thinking and, and ranking so if you wanted to rank you know oh, seeing that we just seen this this film in, the, in his first weekend and i know t mitch saw it twice already so he sat six I hours that's six hours man yeah, six hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, you can tell I have a life <laughs> you can tell i have a life yeah all right so so i'll go because ken ken already said this is the best so yeah i i definitely have a bias um opinion on this one so I, I consider the 89 Batman the best Batman movie. Woo, I um, take, I take. Yes, I, I feel like that is the best Batman movie because the Joker, I felt, was the best Joker. Yes, Woo, I call that I one take, the best I Joker. Take. Take um, Michael take Keaton played a great Batman and a great Bruce Wayne. So he just wasn't just one character. He played a Bruce Wayne and and then you have the and then the Tim Burton over effect of it all. I mean, come on. I mean, that like that was just it brought back comic books and it was a comic book movie and it brought back the comic books uh and then i mean and then the dark knight just because of just the Mm. greatness of the movie of it in general it has the best opening scene of any movie uh and then just from there and just and and then and then I got to circle back to Tim Burton again with Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito. Wow, hot take, hot take. <laughs> number three. I won't get And then and then I go with number four. But then but I can throw this one in the same respect as uh, as the one with the penguin and, and the Catwoman, you know, because yeah. if you got a comparison, that you have a penguin and Catwoman in that movie and a penguin and Catwoman in this movie, you know, and as much as I liked Colin Farrell and Zoe Kravitz as their characters. I think Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer was a better penguin and a better catwoman. Hmm. But again, those that's how I look at it as for my movies. So that's where I go. Number four. I'm not living in the moment. All right. Well, <laughs> where where are we at with our top three Batman movies? So I I second that, you know, what you said, uh, Michael. Yeah. Um, the Tim Burton Batman, right up there. Basically, if I had to pick two to watch forever, I would pick that one and this one, the Batman. And I because I think they both captured the the dark element, the sad, the the trouble, the 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 the, the kind of crumbling technology, crumbling Gotham. You know, really, the sort of uh, Gotham was engulfed with 
crime. We wouldn't call it. You could even say, I would even call The Godfather as a Batman movie because it really kind of told a story about how a city, Gotham, New York, you know, whatever city, Pittsburgh, yeah. gets engulfed by syndicate crime. And crime, you know, crime at such a level that it envelops the police, envelops the people that are set, that we hire to protect us. And that's what befelt Gotham. And that's why Batman was born, to bring to bring balance back, to, to help us get out of this crime-ridden city that we were in. We needed a, a superhero. We needed vengeance. We need someone that was powerful enough to stomp out crime to to get and really dig in like the police can't really dig in plus they've been bought all yeah. the, the police are all working for falcone right the, and i liked that they brought him back into the mix because i think we forgot about the what the where the crime was and it was this guy this crime boss that was actually pulling the, the strings of the police that made them all dirty so, I mean, I really, I really dig this film. I really like the Tim Burton film on in that respect because it really brought all that, all that dirtiness in and crime and dark and uh, you know horrible people dying. The villains were only just a like a little like frosting on the whole thing. It brought this whole new like superhero element in, but really, it was the humans that were really destroying each other. The humans were really messing everything up. We yeah. just needed the the villains to kind of like the soup like the superhero villains to make it a a bigger story. But I would say, you know, I don't know. We didn't even talk about. Uh, did anyone mention Batman Begins? Like, I think that's a good film. We could. I could. Not better. Not better than this. Yeah. Not better, not better than, than this. Than but I like the backstory on it. I like right the film. You know. Yeah. Um. Mitch. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna give Mike I'm gonna give Mike the benefit of the doubt. So we're gonna keep 89 number one. I mean, he's right. I, we have to we have to. Be really? Oh my god. Okay. But this is this is definitely two out of everything else. I mean, you have to pay homage because that was and you know and I talked about it you know with my children even like hopefully and I heard this this Joker is gonna be closer to you know the zoot suit kind of Dick Tracy type Joker that I grew up understanding kind of like your Jack Nichols. Nicholson one, um, you know, hopefully he has a purple suit on, you know, I thought they would go that with the Jared Leto style one, but then he had the tattoos and stuff and, and it took it a little too far, but, you know, I, I kind of, I, I like this story. Um, I really like the Christian Bell, Christopher Nolan stuff. I did, but uh, I will say this, I'll have to revisit this as the trilogy ends to see where this really sits because, and I've said this off mic, you know, what this movie did for DC this is a big year for DC, I think. I mean, this movie is a huge, huge slap that I feel personally in Marvel's face because I think Marvel is cruising right now and they took their foot off the gas in the last couple of films. And this movie was something that showed that DC might have finally arrived. We got it with the first Batman or first Superman movie. The Christopher Nolan stuff he did with The Dark Knight really wasn't in the continuum of the whole DC universe. But if they keep this one in this movie for itself, the Batman. I can't. I mean, they saw those trailers beforehand when they got uh, the Black Adam, you know, the the Flash. I mean, if this is the future of DC, Marvel needs to pick it back up because, you know, we talked about this last time we did Netflix. 
this is this action, this movie is what I wanted in Spider Man. I didn't get it. I thought Spider Man was too much story. This is if they did Spider Man this way, whole different reaction. Now the only problem with that one, T Mitch though, is like this one is not in the DC universe that we know no. of. No, no. So so I mean that that in itself is like don't mess up a Batman movie right. type of thing. But, like, yeah, but it's really hard mess to mess else. up a Batman yeah. movie. So, yeah. would say that, but so hey, DC, man, Right, but but even those weren't really true Batman movies. Well, the late ones, the late, the late yeah. '90s ones. But yeah, yeah, but besides those ones, I mean, those were just money grabs, and who knew? Like, yeah, those those ones. But yeah. but these these ones, you know, they try to make more of a movie out of them. Yeah. And so, I mean, DC, if you mess this up, you can't go back. I mean, like, you can't. Well, mess this up think Batman. about it, dude. We talked about this uh, the last year, right? This is DC. This was DC's last strike. Like, yeah. people were giving up. Like, they had to get this movie right to now allow me to go watch Flash. Because to be honest, I was like, well, I'm not going to see The Flash. After Wonder Woman, I was done. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. come on. So this was their last strike for me, and they hit a home run. So you got right. to it, it, it. It's just I fear because it's not in the same universe what's going right. to happen because, you know. So so that brings me around to my night, um, my two nitpicks. Number one, you guys just already hit on it. Well, well Sam, what's your, what's your rating before you nitpick? <laughs> okay. All right, so. Um, you, you see, you try to sidestep it. It's all right, though. right, right. Yeah, come on, I, 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 come I, I, on. give me, give me your hot take. But <laughs> like, the, the, the number one for me is the Dark Knight. So it's this the classic. It's a classic mood. You know, Chris Nolan. You know, grounded. You know, realism as far as like you know that particular one. This was grounded, but to the point where come on, now it's raining all the time there. At least, um, Dark Knight had like you know. Um, um, I don't think it had rain in the movie. Yeah. It, it, it had like you know, spots in it. You're right, right. It had like bright spots in it. You know, it, it made Batman a lot more realistic. You know, in that universe, um, versus what I've seen here. This was like a grounded, real, you know, really realism in a, in a type of way. Um, so my top was like you know, Dark Knight. You know, had like the um the great you know Hans Zimmer you know music and everything that heightened like you know some really good scenes in that movie. Um, and it took a lot of the practical effects um, that Nolan, you know, Nolan was good for for that, you know, to to make that movie really great. And then number one, the Joker, you know, the Heath Ledger's Joker was just really tops for me as far as like, you know, the the best Batman villain I've seen in all these movies and everything. Um, the second one probably to me is would be this one. I would need to sit back and actually sit down again to watch this movie to get it. But the the score for me had me you know done done okay, what about what about prince the whole score of the 89 prince my third come on that, that music what did that music almost sound like <laughs> it, it, it yeah right yeah it's like 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 some um empire like uh yeah, that um, is star wars yeah. Yeah. Star, right? Vader should have been walking out there to give like bruce wayne a, a well, you know, it kind of had that moment, you know, where he walks out of the darkness, kind of like yeah. you know, Vader every, walking out with the every, lightsaber. Every time, you know, like you know, Mark Hamill walking out. Scene, yep. Every time Batman came on scene, you got like that music. So music is really a really thing that pulls me in. So if I'm loving your music, I'm re- you're really pulling me into like your story. Um, the only like detractor, like I said, for me, is the fact that it was as long as it was. Um, other than that, I mean, this, this is like the second and then the third for me is like, you know, Michael Keaton's, um, you know, Batman, because to me, he had like the best Bruce Wayne. I, I love the yeah. I love Michael, his, Keaton. his Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I mean, it I... was, it was just like, you know, off kilter, like, you know, um, real, 
like you know distracted who distracted is the best way you know his bruce wayne was his batman was good but his bruce wayne was great you know mm-hmm. um and the the elements in that particular movie and um it was the first time we had like a really good solid comic book movie when you know when comic book movies at that point in time weren't really doing good um so so naga says again a second viewing of the film is necessary yeah yeah well, definitely yeah, got to see it again to, to really sit with <laughs> right. it. Do, do you have another three hours in history right would you would you say ken if, if i saw it again it would move it up number one in, in history <laughs> like, yeah it might it might it might, it might. Well, we've had our twice already he still put batman at top and everything but i think that yeah. I think secretly it might be his number one better know? than endgame i'll say that Woo, here we go hot take hot take but it's um, not a hot take that's truthful <laughs> This is right behind Deuce. This uh, is not right behind Winter Soldier, is it he, not? He, he he really wants to. Go oh, I mean, the Winter Soldier was just the best Marvel One, movie. He, yeah, this is not the Winter Soldier is the best Marvel movie. The, 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 the team is trying to pull me into like you know I'm drawing them out. I'm trying to draw them out. You know, thing, you know, in in this movie, I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying. I'm to not do. trying to draw but, you out. Um, just just the real the, the realistic factor, the grittiness of everything. Exactly. That, that's what makes it. That's what makes this a great movie. Well, it, but, but I just but I just look at by comparison that Michael Keaton overrules everybody else, and that's why that movie was and, a better. And movie. he's from Pittsburgh. And he went to Kent State. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this Batman wasn't OP. Dude took a shotgun to the chest and had to get oh. to get up. Like now, you know, now on. hold on. Now, 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 was that adrenaline or was that the Bane juice? I thought huh? I said it was green. I don't know, right? I think I mean it was green. Juice. It was yeah, green. Very, it could have been the Bane juice. <laughs> you, know, you know what's also crazy, though? He didn't even have a battering in the whole movie. Do you ever think, did you notice that? No battering. Oh, no, no. He took the bat off his chest. and the, well, yeah, yeah, it was a knife. Yeah. And everything, but that wasn't like, you know. Yeah, he, he hasn't got the, the, the ninja stars. No, not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. There, there were bats in the cave, though. He had bats flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bats all. So, everybody so, so I want to get to my two nitpicks. Number one, the best. Oh, we thought we already heard those. No, 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 no. Right, exactly, right. So, <laughs> um, so the bat signal, I didn't see any purpose for it, any any reason in the movie for it, just but just for effects purposes. But to me, if this Commissioner Gord hasn't gotten the department on board with the Batman being, you know, on the scene and everything, how is the Commissioner him- yet though? Yeah, yeah. I, am I saying commissioner? He's lieutenant. Yeah. So right. if he hasn't gotten no more. How did they let him get away with putting a bat signal on the top of the roof? The signal. It, was, it wasn't on the it police the, roof. It wasn't the police room. It was. It was in the construction. To, yeah. It was in they a went to a secret location. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. 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 All right. Right. So that's why you need a second view <laughs> into this movie because I'm thinking this bat signal. No. No. It was. It was. So it was in a secret so location where just Gordon knew. Oh, and that's how they communicated. Okay. Right, okay. That's how they would know Batman to meet. Knew where to look. Right, so, and that's and that's how and that's how Catwoman got Gordon and oh, Batman to come uh, there at the same oh, time. That was the first nitpick. She can crumple that up and throw it away. What's yeah, that? exactly? It must piss, second nitpick is it's not in game. It, it must piss the. Uh, oh, here we go. It must piss the uh, police off so much every time they see that signal in the air, knowing that okay, wow, this guy's about to come in and you know just mess up our whole you know. Um, you know, or they might. Hey, we got the night off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll happen later down the line. Um, my second nitpick was the fact that okay, as I'm watching this movie, I understand what you're saying that you know Mike Reeves has a blank check and everything, but I'm a little just a little sad that this back particular Batman, I want to see him interact 
with like the superpower supernatural at some point. Uh, I don't think we're going to get that, you know, um, because Batman essentially doesn't like the Superman kind of the universe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, so I, I don't, I don't, I'm not. You you want like metas to come out of the like out of the woodwork? I mean, I'm not saying that this has to be okay. Just turned into like some some DC. You got to send everybody in and everything. But for the Batman to actually not be able to um to to interact to 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 try to put Batman just in his own universe and say okay, there's no way you could fit that tone. With like Superman, there's no way you can fit him with. Um, um it's, it's you're talking just it happens in the comics all the time. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the they're they're not the they're not going to let Reeves. Roll. I, I, the, I know that. That's why I'm saying it's. They're a, not going to have another universe. To, I, I know that. That's what I'm saying. It's a little disappointing for me that as great as this movie was, that we're not we're not going to get that. At least have them try to do that. You know, later I, down. I the line. Yeah, I, well, you know? I wouldn't say they wouldn't. It's just that right now they're still they're still paying off Zack Snyder because they don't know what they're going to do with his stuff. Because <laughs> you know they have the Justice League done. You know, like I said, Flash is coming. I mean, if this if this Reeve stuff kicks off, who says that he hasn't been an executive producer? Because as I said, everybody talks about that how was that, that Snyder and everything. And and this to say that who's to say that it's not that Matt Reeves' next movie is is. Is going to be as good. I mean, I, I trust him. I trust Matt Reeves, like I said already. So, right. I mean, you, yeah, you go, you go by what you see, and I mean, if right. you I see mean, something, I, a we, good product. I, I, I didn't froze. Um, T. Mitch, I, I mean, with, with <laughs> everything, he's just like in wonderment of like you know, in awe of me. So yeah, thank you, T. Mitch. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. He, he, he well, we because the problem is you don't want to see another reboot, another Superman, no, you, you don't. another Flash. You, 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 you don't. Know, everything. I mean, uh, it's, you, it's just that if they, I don't, I don't necessarily. I, I'm an interconnected guy, so I'm so used to like MCU stuff and everything. Right, uh, right. You, you, you want, it, you want the universes. You want the, but, you know, every at, everything to intertwine with each other. You really at, do, especially at comic. The very books. least, I'll at least put the Batman family in there somewhere. You know, yeah. Um, I think this Batman here needs a Robin. Well, Bad. he's still young. This is only yeah, his second still, yeah, year. He's still young. Yeah, he's still young. I mean, how and, long did and, it take Batman to get Robin before? It's not right, like he just right. came. And, and that's a good. That's a good. That's a good question. Like, will the fan base want a Robin? Do we need to have that sort of relationship? Do we need to have? Does Batman need a partner? I mean, this really. one does. Now, I don't think necessarily the other ones didn't, but this one does because this guy he doesn't smile. He's so sad all the time. Right, right. You but know? he doesn't want to even be Bruce Wayne yet. He, no. Yeah, he he's so he, disconnected from like you know his Bruce Wayne life. I think this particular Batman he doesn't need like you know a happy go lucky boy. So, so is Alfred going to give him a puppy or something? You know, it's like going to make him smile. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but he did say in the movie though. That he can't be everywhere at one time, so I think that's a tease to at some point where he's going to realize that he needs um a Robin. He needs help, you know. If it's not necessarily a Robin, maybe bringing in Batgirl or somebody at some point to um to help him out with this crime thing. T. Bitch, um, you got you got you got to calm your boy down here. He's already <laughs> he's already spinning off Robin. Movies. Listen, yeah, bro. I, I, I think it was funny. We were in the middle of that. I, think, I thought it, I thought it, he had he contacted anonymous, and when I got the red ring on my computer, I was like, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna shut this down so, real fast. So, yeah. so, All right, now we're gonna talk about Robin. Like, yeah. So I, I did DP. I'll give you that though. I thought the kid was gonna be Robin. It's obviously not, but um. I don't know. Well, if they're a funny go. fact about that one: he's just can't be still. 
Well, hold up. That kid plays Rob. He's played Tim Drake on Titans, the TV Correct. show. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I don't, but I don't know if they'll do Tim Drake, if they'll do Dick Grayson. I personally, based on this kind of dark story, I would like to see maybe for movie three, like Nightwing, when him and Batman are at loggerheads and they yeah. kind of don't like each other, based on how mm-hmm. Matt Reeves are doing these darker stories, mm-hmm. or maybe even do a, Night, uh, a Nightwing story based on this, because, you know, I can see that kind of grittier. That you know, I mean, how cool would that be? Batman versus Bloodhaven, so you yeah, know, yeah, Batman versus Nightwing type movie. Traditional Robin Ralph, you know. So or they can we go maybe, straight to Nightwing. Or let's do number two. Let's do uh, let's do what? Um, Deathstroke, right? Let's let's go right into it. <laughs> you know, that's what you like. You know, you want the you want these fan service. You know, we want as long as I don't see this end up on the CW as like some no. sort of weird <laughs> like. Love Green or Arrow, or you know? yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that would be my that would be my like nitpick. Like if yeah. they someone sold a storyline to to CW to do. Well, I mean they're they're gonna put it on HBO Max, like as you said. I mean they're gonna they're gonna break it off and do a spinoff of Arkham. You know, and what are they going to do? Are they going to do like the Arkham Rogues or like Arkham Stories? Like you know, whatever yeah. they do, whatever they do with HBO is going to be. Right in line with what, what we want to see. I don't well, know. Well, the, the problem is, you know, it's not James Gunn doing Peacemaker on HBO. You know, it's, it's yeah. what, what, what's I doubt Matt Reeves is going to do an HBO show. No, it is his. It's he's his. going to executive produce yeah. it. Right. Executive. Produce everybody it. executive produces. Well, I mean, it's going to it's going to be in sync <laughs> yeah. with like this, this, this universe. Or, I mean, you know, Nolan has ex- yeah, executive okay. produced yeah. everything. No, Nolan's <laughs> hands are on all this blood we're talking about. <laughs> right. Oh, so man. so executive produce and actually doing it are two different things. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Like right. James Gunn wrote yeah, he, Peacemaker, he wrote you know, he, almost all the episodes. So. Right. So he's yeah, going right. to be and he's doing season two of Peacemaker. And I mean, yeah. how great of a series that is. We have, we even talked about that. Where's our podcast for Peacemaker? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> everything. Peacemaker. They had the um, they, everybody see Peacemaker on here. Yes. I didn't see it. OK. So I can't see I, anything. OK, so spoilers if you're um, if you did. Oh, thank <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't even go to that since this is a Batman. Podcast. Right, right. We can't go. No, we'll, 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 we'll save it for you to guys. Come yeah, back. We'll save. We'll save. We'll save it. But um, ra- wrapping it up and everything. Um, this. Um, just to kick it off, my overall feeling of this movie was really good after I, you know, left it. Um, despite the fact that I wanted to be part of the universe for the fact of it to be like a Batman pure detective movie a thriller movie was one thing i really wanted to been wanting to see for like you know this whole time so my overall just you know feeling coming out of the movie was to go listen to that soundtrack and actually relive the moment in my head like all over again so i'm um if if i had to give this a uh, um ken out of ken it would be a a, a ken out of ken <laughs> there we go um there we go Yuki, how, how did you feel how was your overall okay process? so so I, I basically like, so my favorite games and, you know, I'm not too much of a gamer, but I do play video games and though the Arkham games, the whole series of those was just a spectacular, spectacular. And I always wish they would make it into a movie. So I feel like this is right on par of that. And it's a different take exactly. So I'm hoping that they do continue with the, the court of the Isles storyline um, just so we can see different characters in different ways the characters are being you know brought out like you know this riddler you know we've never seen a riddler like this on screen at least 
Right. So, mm-hmm. so it, it's a it's a different take, and it's uh, you know, and it's it, it's different than just seeing him fight the same characters and the same storylines. So, it's it's good to see the the detect the detective part of it, you know, the darkness of it, you know, the the the, the interactions of bringing in like Seven Zodiac Killer, you know, all all these different great movies and bringing into the concept of this Batman, and still this Batman being young and naive and not knowing anything but vengeance so letting him learn how to become a better batman a better person you know and maybe you know did nitpick the one thing like i would like to see more bruce wayne just because like i just like bruce wayne as a character as well too it, it was 90 10 as far as bruce wayne and batman it was yeah. literally 10 percent bruce wayne and, right and the 10 percent was still a letter being received for Batman, you know, in in the funeral, you know, so it's like it was so but but as as for the things goes, you know, I mean, it's like I said, it's not my favorite Batman. It's definitely not, you know, by all means, a bad movie. I enjoyed the three hours. I'm going to see it again, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm giving it, you know, about my eight out of eight and a half ish range out of out of a Ken. So <laughs> eight and a half Ken's. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right, um, because because like we said, it's not as good as the Winter Soldier. It's not as good as the first Batman, you know. And I mean, those are classic nine ten movies. So it's not on par with that, but it's definitely better than some of the other movies that we've been seeing recently. So, T. Mitch, uh, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, and to your point, uh, you know. I would rate this above the Dark Knight because the Dark Knight doesn't fall really in the whole DC continuum either. So um, I do like this take on Batman. You know, Batman Begins was more of a League of Shadows. And they, I thought, honestly, looking back at it now, that was a train wreck. I didn't like the Rachel Ghoul themes and all that. And we can discuss that another day. But is this an intro to a trilogy? This is way better than Batman Begins. So I will say with Reeves right now, it's kind of like when Marvel got hot. They, I don't know how he tops it. I mean... It was kind of like when you did, you know, you know, the the Joker with the Dark Knight, the third one and the Pittsburgh one, and we was fan service to us because we live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. wasn't It didn't top the it didn't top the Dark Knight. So I'm very interested, and in, he really has to come with it for the second one. Now, I mean, like my expectations are through the ceiling. So. Right. Just just don't waste the Joker as a character, oh, and just throw don't. and don't throw him in just because you want to do a money grab. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Have him in the movie, perfectly fine. Don't have him as the main guy. Well, yeah, we've seen it, though. I mean, there's so many more villains. Just like, you know, we yeah. talked about during our Spider-Man. There are so many more villains. They don't have to go the Joker route. Right. We can see Deathstroke that they kind of teased in the Snyder cut, I believe, right? Or one of them. You know, we can see some somebody else. I mean, somebody more sinister, especially, you know, I thought when they had the, um, real quick, the uh, Club 44 scene, I thought the one girl was Poison Ivy sitting next to... Um, or they could have used her as Poison Ivy sitting next to uh, the Penguin when he did that, that scene. But, uh, and that's when Bruce Wayne went in there talking to Falcone. But, uh, yeah, there's so many more people they can do. Just don't do fan service and give us who we want. Let Reeves do this his own way and pick mm-hmm. up some other villains out of the comic books and let him run with it. I, I would love to see – I don't know how they could do it on the realistic base, but I would love to see, like, a Clayface. You know, you really haven't seen yeah. him on, on a on – a, on a, in a movie scene, so I just don't hope they they don't do it and do it like as a as a Sandman in Spider Man Three. Shout out to the greatest animated series ever. <laughs> Ken, I heard that. Yeah. So, 
all right. So th this film, to me, for, for me, to grade a film. So I go to see a movie, and I want to know. I, I want to feel like when I leave that I didn't just throw away two, three hours of my life. <laughs> and I think this film didn't do that. I I loved every minute of it. I even liked the the trailers in front of this film. I didn't mind watching the Doctor Strange film, the trailer. I didn't mind watching all of that to, to, to get to this. And I feel like this film, anybody could go see this. Uh, my wife and I went to see this film and there was enough in there. I mean, my, my wife, I can't get her to sit through 30 minutes of something that I enjoy. I mean, and she, she sat through all 33 hours of this and was engaged. And I think that's a good film. You know, when you can just, when it starts and you're into the story, you're into the characters and you don't have to worry about, oh, I don't know everything about everything on these characters. That's a good film. And I would definitely put this right up there. I mean, we're talking like Batman Returns, like Tim Burton. We're talking like these, these films are like right there. They're really, they're really yeah. cusping on each other. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go see this one again. I mean, I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but I'm going to get to see this one again. And I would definitely appreciate the fact that this thing gave something to everybody sitting in that theater. And to me, that's a good film. And that's something that puts it on the can out of can list. When <laughs> everybody in the theater, not so much does it, does it follow the, the, the backstory? Is it uh, the expanded universe? Does it, does it follow the comic books and the trading cards and all these other things? No. Is it just a good film? And does yeah. it capture the experience? That, to me, makes it a can out of can. So there's a lot of films out there that do it for me. Yeah. Star Wars, anything Star Wars based on the new arc timeline. And I think this guy, this Reeves guy, who honestly, I I, I wasn't real familiar with, with him, but if he runs with this in the same passion that this one was done, he's, he's got it. He's got everything from the, you know, if he's going to do a trilogy and as long as he connects everything, I mean, this is going to be a great, a great story for us to watch and review and ex just like, just breathe in because this story, this, this Bruce Wayne, this Batman, this Gotham city, all these things we've been talking about, these characters so well developed. And I think this is definitely just a, a great experience that everyone should go watch this film. It's but, so good. But don't bring your kids. It's not a movie for kids. You know? <laughs> it's too damn long. My seven year old <laughs> it's too, it's too, it's it's long. For 10 minutes, let alone three hours. But yeah, it's definitely not for the faint of heart, but right. it's still a great film. Yeah. Suggest it to all your friends. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Yep, yep. Um, so there you have it, guys. We got um, man, we ran like you know uh, almost 120 minutes and everything talking about the Batman. <laughs> but it's a really great way for us to um to 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 get into like the deep dive about a film such as this because Batman is one of the most iconic characters of all time and everything. So you know why not give him the time for that. So I want to thank everyone for watching us. Thanks for everyone who commented in the chat and everything. We, you know, love you guys coming on and everything, chatting with us. Um, thank you for the Michael Duche, uh, uh, Tmish.com, Mark <laughs> Tarkin, 
Um, also, make sure that um, we, we, we're back, be back on the here again Wednesday live talking about Empire Strikes Back. All right. So, you know, there you go. So we'll be back on here live again. So make sure that you catch us. Um, you know, we'll have our, um, you know, partner back in crime, um, um, Steel City Hitch. He'll be back in session, you know, talking with us as far as that. Make sure that you guys are again going to nursecyclopedia.com and um, clicking on all our links and make sure that if you're watching this, the replay, hit that subscribe button because you're going to want to know when the next time we're on because we're always talking about some good stuff. Thanks again and peace out. <laughs> <laughs>